Hi everyone, this is Andrea Orsak and you're listening to CoCast, Creating the Future Together podcast. And today we have an absolutely amazing guest. We got a fashion visionary, Evelyn Mora, who is an entrepreneur and consultant. She's the founder of Digital Village, Helsinki Fashion Week and Wasted International. She's working currently also on brand strategy, communication, sustainable product development. And in the past, she's been working with such companies like Tesla, Vogue, European Space Agency, and even Fashion for Good that is located here in Amsterdam. She's also a lecturer on top universities and top industry events. And she's been featured in so many magazines, among others also Vogue, and uh, Forbes. So Evelyn, super excited to have you on board. Welcome. Thank you so much, Andrea. Really lovely to to have uh, to be here. <laughs> very, very excited. There's so much more I would love to discuss with you. So let's just dive right away into that. First question, you're right now based in Paris. So how is this COVID situation going over there? Well, um, it's, you know, challenging, like in all the places around the world. Um, we are um, in Station F with Digital Village. So that's really great. Um, we get to meet like-minded people and, you know, just, you know, leave the house in the morning uh, to be surrounded by people uh, in a very innovative space like Station F. That's really great. Um, and um, we have a 6 p.m. curfew. So this is some the only limitation kind of that we have right now. Um, other than that, um, yeah, hoping for the best and trying to avoid the third lockdown. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will have a good summer at least coming up. Yeah, all of us are definitely hoping for that. Uh, looking outside, we're having a beautiful sunny day here in the Netherlands. And it's so interesting you mentioning that you're having a lockdown or the curfew already as of 6 p.m. Over here we have it uh, as of 9 p.m. and many people are not taking it uh, in a in a really good uh, peaceful way so quite interesting uh, to hear. And uh, today we're gonna be diving uh, into fashion industry and uh, yeah you've been busy with fashion pretty much like all your career so what does fashion mean to you? Um, that's a great question. Fashion, uh, to me, um, I would I would maybe quote myself and say that fashion is a tool. It's a it's a, um, a presentation headline that I um, or my keynote talk that I presented in uh, Koli Forum uh, with um, Nordic ministers and other Nordic uh, leading companies. Um, and I actually, you know, I've been highlighting this same same topic in all of the collaborations uh, and the work that I've done with different ministries, Ministry of Environment, Agriculture and Forestry, Economy and Employment, and so on and so forth. So fashion is a tool, uh, an incredibly powerful tool to um, use to, you know, scale things, um, create impact, um, yeah, make the world a better place. <laughs> that sounds really, really great. And of course, we were also having you as a host uh, during the Sustainability Fashion Days that was organized by the uh, Nordic Chambers of Commerce and the Nordic Embassies over here in the Netherlands, where we already got a chance to dive through all the different uh, paths and different parts uh, and layers of fashion. Um, 
what was actually your journey uh, to get to fashion industry? Where did you start it and how did it go to get to where you are nowadays? Yeah, well, I've, I've had a pretty um, interesting and bumpy road uh, to where I am today. Um, I founded Helsinki Fashion Week or, or relaunched it in 2014. And, um, you know, the, the local industry wasn't very much up for it because it was a concept that they tried before and it didn't work. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of um, a very low hopes let's say, for, for Helsinki Fashion Week to become an uh, internationally recognized uh, platform. You know, the main concerns were the market size of Finland and the amount of designers that we have in Finland, that if it's enough and if it's uh, something that uh, makes sense to produce. So, um, yeah, and that's when, when I started working uh, on really sort of trying to differentiate Finland uh, with the rest of the world. And, um, and that's when the sustainability came up. Um, as you know, um, it's, to, in my opinion, something that I've grown, grown up with, uh, being close to nature and um, really sort of appreciating local transparent um, products and services. And um, me, myself, how I started in fashion, I actually started as a photographer and I work with different modeling agencies and I started my own modeling agency as well, which was um, also pretty... Um, uh, disrupting <laughs> to to bring on catwalk um, girls and boys uh, and all genders that's the first thing and then you know all the sizes ethnic um, people around the world so this was the the idea of, of the production company that I had my first company which I started when I was I think 19 or 20. Wow <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. This is super, super interesting. And indeed, like, uh, very different uh, what we had on a podcast uh, so far. Um, all right. So talking about Helsinki Fashion Week, and also you being the founder of uh, Digital Village, for instance, Helsinki Fashion Week uh, made really big news um, because it was a fashion week that went fully digital. You were using little avatars, uh, the way people could uh, look at all the catwalks and so on. So you are uh, really a big evangelist for digital fashion as well. What is digital fashion? Why it's important? How do you see that? Well, I see uh, digital tools and combining um, or utilizing technology in fashion and art scenes um, important because you know those are tools that can improve um, and accelerate uh, sustainable development. So I see it as um, sort of tools to make the world a better place, make the industry better, uh, and less like um, a replacement for for what we are what, for our real lives, if you will. So uh, that's um, what technology stands for for me to. Um, really uh, be able to make our real supply chains in real life uh, more sustainable, transparent, functional, um, taking into aspects of um, all the different uh, parts of sustainability, which are super, super important. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's, a, it's a really important uh, tool, most of all, to improve our, our real lives. Um, and the reason we went 3D was um, exactly that, you know, um, the fact that uh, Helsinki Fashion Week uh, reached the point that it became the most sustainable fashion week um, 
I didn't think that we could go you know, more sustainable. And if you look at our digital sustainability report, you can see that um, I think it was 130 kilograms per visitor, CO2 emissions uh, per visitor, which went down to 0.66 um, in 2020. So that was just like really exciting to see that how you can use and utilize again the tech tools to, to you know, think outside of the box and do something that um, really pushes the, the event and the platform uh, and its impact further. So I'm really happy that uh, we did it. And as you know, you know, uh, digital fashion and in general, um, the entire digitization uh, boom has gone crazy. And it's it's definitely something that will, um, you know, keep sort of affecting every industry. And so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was probably accelerated by COVID, but I think that it will keep going as maybe even faster even after the pandemic super and just for a reference actually the footprint that you mentioned zero point uh, something kilogram uh, people have to realize that's pretty much less than just having a cup of coffee so it's really fantastic and what were the benefits what could you see like of course you managed to lower the co2 footprints uh, in terms of uh, making something digital to me it sounds like you also get opportunity to people from the whole world to join without having to travel and those things um, what do you think were the main benefits besides uh, the co2 that you were achieving with this going digital yeah that's a great question um i think that one of the main um aspects that i really personally liked was uh, the designers being able to learn new skills and utilize new tools in you know redefining their brands finding new revenue streams collaborating in a very interdisciplinary way and of course um um i think Obviously, for me, uh, translating the eco-village concept, which we launched in 2018, into the digital environment, especially now with Digital Village, I feel like I've been working for this all my life, you know, the past 10 years, everything leads to this moment where my past experiences with the government, uh, governments and with, with the eco-village fashion and art field, it has all brought me to a point personally where I feel like, um, you know, I have pretty good, uh, in Finland we say, um, snacks with me. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to translate it, but good tools and good experience to, to look into sustainability in digital space and define it. And what is you know, digital sustainability? How can we use AI, um, AR, uh, VR, and other, other tools to really um, create sustainable development, you know, um, design algorithms and blockchain technologies, which we've, we've done recently for, for Digital Village to really sort of serve the purpose, right? Um, and yeah, a lot of, you know, um, uh, what's the right word? I don't know why I'm thinking in Finnish right now. Everything yeah. comes to my mind in, in Finnish. <laughs> Missing but, uh, off sweet home. <laughs> yeah. Um, conflict so you know there's a lot of conflict when it comes to how you advertise digital fashion or digitization in general we don't want to replace um the real world we don't want to abandon it we we don't want to um you know advertise it and brand it as fast fashion because fast fashion as a concept is a dysfunctional system from our real life so we don't want to bring it to digital world but we want to use the digital world to really improve 
um, and tackle these problems that we face in real life. So I think um, once we get the same direction and mindset in the digital field, which very much is still in progress, um, I, we will be able to really do some magic and, and really utilize this, this space to, to um, really accelerate. The, the sustainable development and the word of the day is accelerate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, it. and also everything you're mentioning, it actually does sound like magic. And I really wonder if everyone can imagine what is actually digital fashion. Can you perhaps just give us an example? How can be used, um, how it can be used in a real life? Or of course, uh, previously we're talking about gamers and quite a lot of uh, almost like artificial life, uh, virtual reality happening uh, within the gaming space. Can you please just give us an example how to imagine digital fashion, where it's being applied? Yeah, I mean, uh, for, for us, we, uh, Digital Village is a platform for non-gamers as well. You know, we, are, we have a very, very sort of a wide perspective in why are we building this platform and how can it be useful and how can it be inclusive and really be for everyone that you don't have to be a digital fashion designer or a, a gamer to, to join and benefit from the platform. Um, for me, digital fashion is digitally created asset, digital asset that can be, um, you know, you can use different uh, softwares to, to do it. Um, and, um, you know, and we're basically defining the life cycle of uh, digital fashion asset and all the many ways you can use it. Um, you know, I personally don't believe in photoshopping something digital in a, in a still picture. To me, that's something, um, and knowing the supply chains behind that, unsustainable and exploiting it, to be completely transparent with you. So I instantly started looking at AR right? I found it as a very interesting uh, challenge uh, to, to start developing uh, the AR aspect of wearing digital fashion. Um, so yeah, to me, AR is really exciting technology that, um, that's coming up uh, more and more. And um, again, you know, in di with digital fashion and maybe focusing on digital village, what you can do with it you can um, do so many different things and honestly uh, because we're in such a um, sort of important phase right now with Digital Village because our um, vision is very clear and we are literally like 300 kilometers or more an hour going uh, for for publishing the the platform um, in April um, so all I can say is that uh, our vision is very big it doesn't start or end with digital but it's something that really looks into um, utilizing digital tools to make our lives better whether you're an artist or a designer or a regular person or a government or a business it's very diverse and the possibilities are really endless and um, it's really exciting but again if you think about the life cycle of a digital asset or the ownership aspect you know, the fine lines between open source and ownership and, you know, the politics of the platform, the purpose and the values of the platform, the rules of the platform, the user experience, how we design the environment, what's our launching strategy, you know, all these are super important elements that we are, you know, we're going to publish very soon. So I'm really excited about uh, telling you everything, but I have to keep some secrets for now. <laughs> 
Corey is building the momentum. And now, of course, this is making me, and I'm so sure everyone who's listening, even more curious, like, what is this exactly? Are we talking here um, about uh, digital fashion shows so we can still view like the cat box? Are we talking here about social media and people, instead of wearing a real t-shirt, maybe promoting or like trying on uh, digital patterns? So we're talking about um, all of the above and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, when somebody asks me to, I mean, you know, we're in Station F, so every five minutes someone asks you to pitch your pitch your business, and I'm just like, I I don't have an elevator speech for you. I have a document which is which is 80 pages, and, and there is no way I can put it in <laughs> in like two minutes. So what I say is that imagine the world and digital layer on it. So everything you do uh, will be something completely connected with digital village as well so again it's you know with eco village in 2018 how we sort of um flourished into into what it became and where it led us you know uh personally me consulting the ministries around sustainable development and constructions um from all the stakeholders perspective to uh you know space agencies and you know, all the things that, you know, what I've been up to the past years, it started from a very interdisciplinary perspective. And, um, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the thing, finally, you know, that's lifestyle, mobility, habitat, food, makeup, social interactions, mental health, physical health, our activities as consumers, how we move our everyday choices you know these are all part of sustainable or or our lifestyles which we are trying to um you know basically uh reflect into digital village and um and for me what's exciting is that um since then i haven't separated fashion from from this all the other things you know because i believe that it has a very psychological um neurological aspects you know what we wear how we consume is very much connected with how we live and uh what choices we do we make every day so um yeah i i love that sort of very cross-disciplinary aspect and approach which is something that we have on on digital village as well so it's it's really exciting i have to say that you know even when we have like room full of lawyers and we're looking at the data aspects of the users and all these little details and we make sure that uh, those are perfectly uh, uh, in line with our values and the purpose of the platform uh, and all the different opportunities out there. Even our lawyers get excited, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a good sign. I'm really excited about how everyone who knows what we are doing, obviously after NDAs, um, <laughs> are really excited about it. And, and, you know, I'm excited, of course, to, to see, because when you like, for example, the blockchain technology that I've invented for the platform, it's very different from the regular technologies out there. In fact, we had an experience last summer with our soft launch uh, with Digital Village and Helsinki Fashion Week, where we utilized blockchain, but it did we didn't see any value there. So that just, you know, triggered us to look for the value, look for the challenges and the problems in it and tackle them and create something that can actually benefit the, the, the people on the platforms, user with a big use. Yeah, yeah. And were you able to find this value on the platform? Yeah, exactly, 
exactly. And um, again, like I said, there are a lot of uh, conflicts with values and purpose and you know benefit of the user like why do you build this platform is it just a service is, is it your business like you know what is your agenda this is the thing that what is our agenda as as humans right as society everybody wants to be happy be comfortable right so make money um but then are, are those supposed to be our end goals? You know what I mean? And how do we reach that state of happiness and comfort and tranquility? And, and I think that uh, money is not the, the, the main priority. Um, it's an important tool to, to create collective prosperity on the platform, but it's definitely not the number one agenda. Mm. Um, yeah, the value and the purpose of the platform is deeper than that because the users will finally be able to tell, you know, what the platform is all about after their uh, experiences so i think uh, anyone who prioritizes their financial gain over the value creation for the user and, and the balance between the digital sustainability aspect of things and the end goals of the the platform or the company if they dismiss those parts the core structures um you know they will lose lose the users and, and I mean, community building is everything when it comes to tech and um, we shouldn't underestimate the, the users. This is such a great point. Yeah, thanks for explaining it a little bit more to us and indeed super excited for the launch. But this is not the only exciting thing happening in your life. Besides all the other things, you are also writing a book that will be uh, published soon. Can you tell us a little bit more? So first of all, big congratulations. And what you. can you already reveal at this stage? Well, um, like I've said before, I mean, uh, you know, when we went 3D with, with Fashion Week um, and after that, you know, Digital Village has become its own company and it's in a, in a very sort of growing process right now. So I've been uh, my uh, writing and editing the, the, the final parts of, of the book has been on hold. Um, and to be honest, I haven't been able to concentrate on, on those, uh, on that specific project. So it's a bit delayed, but it's coming. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're writing a lot of reports right now. The second part of, uh, digital sustainability reports, we have a digital, uh, sustainability working group and, um, you know, we're building that network and bringing, um, interdisciplinary people to professionals to, um, participate and define that those structures with us um but what i can say about the book is that it's based on uh fashion supply chain and uh to me the entire eco village was because we had the food the the um, energy the waste the water you know every aspect mm -hmm. uh there it was inspired by supply chain mm -hmm. and i was um thinking about how to translate supply chain in our environment and um you know i've pretty much walked every steps of the supply chain and um, I'm talking about fashion industry and how it's structured and the supply chain next to it and you know how the system works and what's you know working and what's not and um, uh, you can look at it as an expose even a little bit mm -hmm. because it's very direct to to the point and uh, very sort of uh, honest and and uncensored uh, which I'm really happy about to to really sort of open up this where the problem lies because um, my biggest worry right now even in the digital um, transformation is that there are a lot of 
professionals that are dismissing a lot of different important elements in the real life fashion supply chain, um, like the workers, the artisans, um, and, you know, there are so many aspects to take into consideration of how will digital affect their future? How can they utilize digital? What is their role in digital transformation? These are all things that obviously the, the companies should think about, um, you know, already, because um, if, if we think about, you know, the artisans uh, and um, developing countries uh, and the workers there, this, like the whole social sustainability aspect is super important to, to define and, and take into consideration early stage of, of the development of whatever you want to do, because there is a lot of um, branding, which to me is not on point, because um, you know if you want to take over fashion industry, you need to tackle challenges there. You need to propose something better. Mm -hmm. And if you don't go through every single aspect and effect your product or service or platform can have, um, then that's just not a good due diligence in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So uh, research and, and def defining these um, aspects are, you know, the structure of your activity and super important to, to focus on. And this is uh, where I start all, all my consultancy work, actually. Great, great. Because indeed, it starts, uh, it sounds like everything starts uh, with a transparency. And of course, the transparency is not perfect, not at the beginning, but already the fact that you're diving through all those different aspects gives a very different point of view and also shows the awareness of the industry and of the whole process, the whole supply chain. If I can just ask you, so you were talking about uh, those artisans and indeed the, the digital um, aspect within fashion will change quite a lot for them. Can you give us an example? What will change for them? And uh, yeah, how we can understand that? Right, so for sure. Um, I think, you know, um, there are, we can we can talk about this for days, uh, but just to, to it, <laughs> um, just to make it, um, you know, short and sweet, uh, I would say that um, in, in your chief um, or, or, or in your tech team, you should have uh, people uh, that are artisans and they work with, uh, you know, haute couture and, and other uh, similar elements in the fashion industry. I think um, inclusion is important. And of course, also, um, you know, I don't like the fact that we are saying that, hey, let's go digital and it's better than physical, let's abandon everything that we have. I also don't like the idea of moving to Mars when we have so much issues here on earth, you know? Yeah. So I think that we have to preserve, we have to respect the culture, the, the history, the, you know, all these aspects um, that make the fashion field fashion or even art, you know, the structure of art industry, and all this is something that we need to curate, we need to define and really be mindful of. We can't just say that everyone will wear a uniform in the future and then you'll just have your digital outfits and that's it. That is not to me, it's, I think it's short-sighted and it's just not something that um, will, will last. Clear, very, very clear. Many thanks. And of course, uh, you're a visionary, really looking at a fashion industry as something um, 
something global, something that will be changing on the global international level, not just one brand, uh, not just one country. So really thinking big and having this like big vision of how the future of sustainable fashion could look like. And now a little bit different question, very practical. Uh, you've been very uh, active within fashion industry for such a long time. You've seen haute couture, you've seen new smaller brands popping up um, and uh, you're a fashionista yourself. So just a very simple tip, what would you recommend to everyone who's kind of thinking uh, to build, uh, let's say a little bit uh, more sustainable, not even sustainable, more conscious wardrobe, but still look uh, awesome, fabulous and fashionable. What is your, what is your Alvin, personal advice over here? You know, I have to say that uh, lately I've been talking a lot about curation because I basically buy all my, I, as you know, we banned leather in Helsinki Fashion Week in end of 2018 and uh, we haven't showcased any leather since. Um, and I don't wear leather products myself since. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I shop only in vintage stores and from a very small uh, sustainable brands. Uh, to support them and also you know I love the the designs so um, it's all about curation right you need to have you need to invest time into what you buy how you buy it and you know think about uh, if you're going to wear the clothes that you you buy because just because it's vintage doesn't mean that you need to stack up on it uh, either so um, I, I very much go uh, with how I'm feeling like as you can see from the video that <laughs> the, the listeners can't see but I'm very much into like this kind of lab coats, uh, you know, sort of painter coats lately. I have several, um, or not several, a few different colors. And the other one is black, which I love. Um, it's by ATID. It's a UK-based um, uh, brand uh, called by Alexander Taylor. And it's made from uh, uh, dead stock materials. It's tailored to the end with really nice linings. So, um, you know, that's one brand that I would recommend to look up. Their style is very, very timeless, very minimalistic, but super chic. And I love tailoring, you know. It's another thing that, um, you know, if you, if you think about tailoring alone uh, and digital, you know, you know, there is so much to think about, so many opportunities, so many sort of, traps as well in how you can go wrong or how you can go right um, or do right um, by utilizing different technologies on on that specific area but yeah that's what i would say vintage and uh sustainable brands super super so rather than choosing lots of what's trendy now really choose carefully what you really like and will be with you and also will make you happy you're in the end the one who, uh, who was talking quite a lot about a fashion indeed uh, being a perfect reflection of our whole lifestyle and how we live Evelyn, this has been so very nice. Thank you so much for sharing uh, all your insights. Fingers crossed with all those amazing projects you're currently busy with. And all the best from Amsterdam to Paris. Thank you so much for being here with us. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>